AI in Action is brought to you by Aulis International, covering your business's staffing, consulting, and networking needs. Our host brings you the leading minds in AI, sharing their story, their success, and their advice. Focusing on fast-tracking you to the top, AI in Action cuts through the hype to help you kickstart your data science career. To listen to the latest AI in Action podcast, head over to www.aldus.com forward slash podcast, or subscribe via iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Podcasts. Hello and welcome to the AI in Action podcast. I'm your host, Mark Kelly, Chief Customer Officer at Aldus International. In today's show, we're speaking with Felix Faber, founder and CEO of MindPeak. Felix, very welcome to the show today. Hi, Mark. Thank, thank you for the invitation. So tell us a little bit about yourself and your journey to now, and then can you tell us a little bit about MindPeak? And then later we'll, we'll talk about some of the, the problems that you look to solve with uh, AI and machine learning. Right, so um, I'm Felix uh, Faber. I'm the CEO and co-founder of MindPeak. Um, I founded it uh, with a friend of mine uh, three years ago. And um, right now we're a company of 25 people, mainly dedicated to making image analysis in histopathology um, more accurate and faster. And um, I myself have been studying computer science and robotics a couple of years ago uh, until 20, uh, 2008. Um, I, I was a two times world champion in robotics soccer, um, where we participated with a university in the Humanoids League. Um, afterwards, um, I founded my own games company uh, together with two friends of mine. Um, uh, we merged that with a Swedish company. Um, we brought it to the um, Swedish stock exchange, the NASDAQ. And, um, and um, since then, um, I um, joined here MindPeak, or basically founded MindPeak uh, as my second venture. So for people that don't know much about AI and pathology, can you give a kind of a one-on-one on that? Yeah, so let's, let's imagine um, that there's a suspicion for, for cancer in, in your body. And um, that, that suspicion comes, for example, uh, from a radiology image. Um, uh, then the next step would be, uh, or possible, a possible step is that a biopsy from your body is taken. So that means with a needle or um, with uh, cutting a little bit piece of the tissue of your body. Um, uh, and this, this tissue um, usually goes to the lab. And uh, what, what happens at the lab, usually don't, people don't really question what happens at the lab. But what is happening there is that this tissue is stained. Uh, is, is first it is cut uh, in very thin layers of uh, tissue. And this, these thin layers of tissue are being put on a glass slide, um, and then they are stained by certain chemicals uh, that um, that show the morphology of these uh, different cells that are in the tissue a little bit better. And after the staining process, um, they are given to a doctor, and this doctor is called pathologist, and the pathologist looks at um, at this tissue under the microscope. Um, and um, she or he looks at this tissue and searches for, for example, tumor cells. Uh, most of the time, it's it's about tumor. It can be bacteria as well, but usually it's it's looking for tumor cells. And um, when tumor cells are found, there are a couple of more investigations being done. Uh, and um, then the report is written, and this report is the ground truth. It's, it's a gold standard, and it goes to the oncologist. And the oncologist then um, plans your treatment because now the oncologist knows 
um, the diagnosis of, of what we have to deal with here, what kind of cancer it is. So it's a real essential part in the whole uh, diagnostic um, road from, um, for, for, for the patient. Um, but not many people actually know, not many patients know about this job. So tell us about the opportunity to automate some of the processes within that and how we can allow people to do better work knowing that some of the process is being automated through machine learning. So um, the, the pathological diagnosis workflow has a huge problem. Um, there are more and more cancer cases um, that happen each year. Uh, and that is just because people are getting older and other diseases are being treated better. Um, and um, these many cancer cases also have a higher complexity because we learn a lot about cancer each year and a lot of different diagnoses have to be done on this tissue um, and to, in order to categorize the cancer better and better in order to treat it better. Now, the number of pathologists to do this work is actually going down that means we have a higher number of cases to work on. The cases become more complex and the number of experts to diagnose them is going down. So that's a huge issue. And um, for example, in the UK, there's a backlog of slides that waits for pathologists to diagnose them. And of course that increases the waiting time uh, for, for the patient and ultimately the treating options. And, um, and now if you apply AI, you try to um, apply it in a way that this analysis, this diagnosis can be done faster and of course also more accurate um, because a man and a machine together usually yields a higher uh, result. So tell us a little bit about MindPeak. With MindPeak, um, we're a group of machine learning experts uh, and uh, experts in the field of pathology. And we have uh, dedicated our time to creating tools that really work out of the box uh, for a pathologist. So that means that can be used in the digital workflow um, that analyze tissues um, and find tumor cells, tumor regions that can count certain uh, type of cells to categorize the cancer um, and to show that result um, to the pathologist so um, they can then do the final decision and come to a quicker, um, quicker, quicker result. So there's huge opportunity for machine learning within pathology and healthcare in general is just so exciting. Tell us about some of the obstacles that are in our way. A huge problem in that field is that each laboratory has a little bit of a different process of processing the tissue and preparing it uh, for diagnosis. That means um, a tissue sample from lab A looks a little bit different than tissue sample from lab B. And these differences, um, they are caused by different um, yeah, machines that they use, different temperatures that are happening in the lab. And all of that means that the variance that we get for the machine learning model to solve is quite high. Uh, so that is one obstacle. Um, so that's uh, one reason why there are almost no AI software actually being sold in that space. Huh? Um, the second problem is for a machine learner is the ground truth is, is not very clear. Um, we're working partially on a cellular level. So we say this is a tumor cell, this is not a tumor cell. But we have many cases in where 
um, the, the, this, there's a huge discrepancy between experts in what is ground truth, what is, uh, what is a tumor region here and whatnot. Um, and that there are studies that have shown that, for example, in prostate cancer, uh, there's a marker called Gleason score, uh, like a, a, a grading, and only, there was only a 60% accordance uh, between pathologists. Um, so, yeah, and that makes it difficult. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about the data journey to getting this right. For one part, the challenge is that data can only be created by experts. So that means the data, gaining data is expensive. Yeah. Um, and for us, that means on the one hand side, we need to have really good and easy usable tools um, that pathologists can use and very easily annotate something because it matters if, if it takes them two seconds or four seconds to annotate something uh, because it will double um, the valuable time they need to do it and there's so little pathologist time in the world available. Um, and then um, at the so, so, so developing, improving those tools and really making the annotations fit to our ac architecture is, is something that a large chunk of our time goes into. Um, and the second part is that we uh, use um, unsupervised methods in order to pre-train and uh, uh, networks. So the um, amount of data we need to train them is, is reduced a lot. Yeah? So um, uh, that works quite well uh, to, to really pre-train it with unsupervised methods to let the network learn what is a cell, uh, what, what is a region and these kind of things. It, it's, it's quite interesting because similar to pathology, the world of dentistry, there's so, there's so few dentists now going into the profession because of the stress and strain that not actually doing the work, it's the before and afterwards dealing with patients that people feel like, ah, I just can't do, do, do this. But helping yes. with, with AI can, can really augment that journey and make it a lot more straightforward as well. So it becomes a necessity uh, too. So we, 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 we think about interoperability in healthcare. We think about some of the challenges that are there, but there's huge opportunities. Where, where do you see the, the markets going in this in this field across the board and obviously the world of COVID that we're living in now we're seeing these things being fast-tracked and some people just trying different things yes i mean the in in the specific world of of histopathology um it has been up to now a quite undigital undigital world uh, so it is just just starting to digitize and it has started quite quickly uh, to digitize uh, the digitization process before COVID. Um, during COVID, um, the need uh, for remote work, of course, increased a lot. So the um, need for digitizing those slides also increased. Up to now, usually they work just under the microscope. Yeah? Uh, but suddenly they say, hey, let's buy the scanner so I can work from home, of course. Huh? And um, of course, that's, that's, uh, that's great. So, so that's speeded up uh, definitely that part. Um, the second part I see all over the place is that in general, using digital tools uh, is just uh, being picked up a lot. And um, I mean, um, the, some some people in healthcare space are not so technology savvy, and they but now they are pushed in trying out those tools. And I think that's 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 great as well because it just brings them closer to to technology. Before COVID and after COVID, you probably had twenty percent of companies 
digital had gone on digital transformation journey that's probably at 45 to 50 percent now which is a huge jump within over a year so it just shows the appetite for companies to start and people to try these dis, digital digital ways because they know the necessity to start to take uh, this into consideration uh, too where do you see MindPeak going in the next uh, 12 to 18, 24 months? And have you had to pivot at all with the current situation? So for us, um, we are, we are continu continuing on the track that we have been starting on because um, it just fits in with the whole digitization that's happening now in the clinical routine diagnostics. Um, I think um, what we are trying to do is um, we are trying to build a platform um, where we can uh, quickly produce new products for the market in a fast manner um, because um, there are many uh, the, 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 there are many things to solve in pathology and that's not one product solving it uh, you need many products um, and uh, but but many of these things are alike so that's basically our goal uh, to in the end present the pathologist a big suite with all different um, all different products um, that help him in, in let's say 90% of their tasks. I'm Mark Kelly, Chief Customer Officer at Aldis, and you've been listening to the AI in Action podcast. Our guest today has been Felix Faber, founder and CEO of MindPeak. Felix, thank you very much for your time today. Thank you, Mark. Thank you. You can follow all this AI in action on www.allthis.com podcast. If you haven't yet, go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate and review this podcast. Join us next week for another AI in action podcast episode. Thank you for listening. AI in action is brought to you by Aldis International, covering your business's staffing, consulting, and networking needs. Aldis offer an exec search program. Aldis can help you discover how data science and AI can transform your company. With our unrivaled network of C-suite executives and senior AI professionals, we offer retained search services across the US and Europe. Get the Aldis advantage. Become a member of the Aldis community and enjoy some of the following. AI meetups. Once a month, our community gathers to listen to some of the leading experts in the world of data science and AI. Our speakers come from all over the world, including Dublin, Boston, and Frankfurt. We also have our AI mentors. Our experts will provide mentoring to Aldis members. And don't forget our AI in Action podcast. Each week we have guests from all over the world talking us through their education, career and more. Become an Aldis member and get the Aldis advantage. For more information and to sign up for our newsletter, log on to www.aldis.com. That's www.aldis.com. Aldis International, empowering through AI.